Nemanda Subra, Ilabakoya. Ah, Zidabandra, Sukaya Dadaba. We want to see your face. We want to seek your face. Amanda Shedabaya. Yes, Lord. We just bow to your name. And we call you king. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Let the church say amen. You may be seated if you can. <laughs> oh, Lord. I don't know how the Lord would navigate this service. I'm not sure I'm going to complete the sermon today. But I pray that the Lord himself visits every one of us in this place today. In the name of Jesus, we start the first week of the second half of the year today, Sunday. And I do realize I'm not a fan of football like that. I try to just binge watch. But I know there were two times or two sessions when playing soccer or football. You have a 90-minute session split in two halves. The first 45 minutes is when you text run, test run the game. I would say the strikers and the defenders and the goalkeepers and everyone there. Then the second half of the game, we find a coach in the changing room, speak to the players and say to them, these are the new strategies. Strikers, be forceful. Defenders, be stern. Goalkeepers, be attentive. And you re-strategize for the second half of the year. And if you do your homework well, you realize that even though the first part of the game was unfair to you, you can actually recover and overtake. Or overtake and recover. And this morning, I want to bring us into the word of the Lord that I titled Peniel. Somebody say Peniel. And I have preached this topic dozens, a number of times, again and again. But each time I stay with a text, the Lord gives me another revelation. You know, the Bible is a book that you can never get the fullest out of it. The more you study, the more the Lord brings you in. And each time I look at a text in the scripture, a better revelation comes up. And I'm grateful that even today I've tied to this a night with a king. I remember Emmanuel sent me a message back and sitting up. Apostle didn't make a mistake when he said the night with the king. Because we all know the night as N-I-G-H-T, right? But I spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. And he said, Apostle, did he make a mistake? Was it meant to be a night with the king? I said, no, it's a night with the king because God is about to knight someone today. We we'll look at the book of Esther. We like Esther. We like the fact that he had, she had favor with the king. And we like to preach about a night with the king, very romantic dinner with a woman and the king. We like to preach on romance and how Esther was an amazing woman of the Lord and had a night with the king, dressed in her best costume. And we tend to effeminate the scripture. I make it look like sometimes, or make it look like the only time you have an encounter with the Lord is always dinner time. There are times the only way you can have an encounter with the Lord is through fights. And this night with the king, you find a man who would be knighted because he persevered. Somebody say persevered. And a lot of you have persevered the first half of the year. And to be honest, I won't tell you lies. 
it has been a funny one. The church, no, we know how to fake things and make it look like it's not real. 2022, the first six months, God has been faithful. God has been faithful. You know, but one of the things I do know that he who began a good work, somebody say, we'll perfect it. So the title of my sermon today is called Peniel. There were words I'm going to use today that might shock you, and you've read it before. Things like Penim, Penayim, Pana, Peniel. In the Hebrew, when the word ends in E-L, God is involved. And I believe tonight, God is involved. Say to your neighbor, God is involved. Now, I want to, I want to sound very prophetic. Say to your neighbor, look at me. Say to someone, say, look at me. Be careful how you treat me. Okay. Say to another neighbor, say, look at me. Be careful how you treat me. Because this guy, this girl you're seeing here today, is about to make it big time. <laughs> okay, let's do it one more time. We are a prophetic church and we are very, very deliberate about our words, okay? Say, your neighbor, look at me. So the person you are seeing today, be careful how you treat me. Because I'm about to become the next big thing in town. If that is you, say, yes, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, I, I was saying to my wife a couple of um, months, a weeks ago, I said to her, I haven't really eaten wedding jollof in a long time. And I, I no, it, it's different when you have wedding jollof and house jollof. Don't get me wrong, my wife, she's a master chef, has jollof. But I've been craving wedding jollof. And I said to God, God, if I'm craving wedding jollof, then there's a wedding coming. You did not hear me. You did not hear what I just said. If I'm craving wedding jollof, it means that the Brook Place, hear me again, uh, there is a wedding coming. Are you hearing, church? There is a wedding. Hey, I like that. Come on now. There is... Come on, come on, come on, come on. I like that. There is a wedding coming up. You may be seated. I cannot wait for the day that every other week <laughs> hallelujah alright so tonight before we are knighted unfortunately unfortunately we are not going to speak about the Esther mantle for a date we've talked about Esther too long there were some victories that demands a level of fight. And only those that know how to persevere will win the war. Amen. Alright. So I brought my laptop because my, uh, uh, yeah, my iPad was needed deliverance. And I looked at the dictionary and found out what the knight meant. And the best definition I could come up with a, with a knight. A knight is a person granted 
an honorary title of knighthood by a head of state or representative for service to a monarch. Someone giving honor for their service to a monarch. And we know what a monarch means. And we know that Christ is king. If Christ is king, it means that there will be honor given to you today. For the service of a monarch, the church or country, especially in a military capacity. That is the context in a military capacity. Don't get me wrong, I like it sometimes when we are bougie and posh. But there are certain victories that need intercession. We like to claim it, receive it, and aim in it. But there are some things that we don't move with claiming it and receiving and aiming it. Sometimes things only move because the one who is oppressed knows how to take by force. Do you understand? You know the reason why a lot of us don't know how to pray some dangerous prayers? Because we haven't seen the devil hold our blessings. I'm a prophet of the Lord's church. And sometimes when I scream from my belly because I see the enemy hold with a clause, a breakthrough. So until your eyes are open to see that you are just a foot, a feet away into your breakthrough, you will pray. A couple of scriptures today and I'll let you go. I want to talk about Penel, like I mentioned before. And a lot of time there is a miss 99% of the time when preachers preach on Penel. The emphasis they place is at a place. They see Penel as a place. And don't get me wrong, the context seems to be a place. But Penel is not a place in the original context as we see in the scripture. Penel is an encounter. Amen. We don't want to come to the brook place only because God is here. We want to have an encounter every day of our lives. And I was saying yesterday, I was in Amsterdam, I was preaching, and I said to them that the church really, the power of a church is not just in its convergence. The power of a church is in its scattering. What she does when she leaves the building. How she influences a culture when she leaves this surrounding. How they mobilize and win the war against hell after the pastor finishes preaching. So the quality of your Christian faith is tested. Not when we jump on Sunday. But how we reach out to a dying world on Monday. And Tuesday and Wednesday and every day. I want to read just a couple of scriptures. And then I will go to my main scripture today. I promise I don't want to take time. I've got 43 minutes here. The first scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter number 13. I want to explain. I will just read this to give you context. 1 Corinthians chapter number 13 verse 12 to 13. Paul writes. For now we see in a mirror. Um, I'd like you to understand now that they spoke about hermeneutics and homiletics. Homiletics is a style, and hermeneutics is the theory of interpretation. Try not to understand the Bible in your current dispensation. There was no mirror like we have now in Bible times. In Bible times, hard metals had to be polished. And used as mirrors like coppers, bronze, fine stones, gemstones. They had to be polished in order to be used as a mirror. Unlike what we have right now that you see your feet now, back in the day. So when the scripture uses the word mirror, it means that something must have been polished. Amen. The coarse face had been made fine. 
And I believe right now that in you know, 2022, the second half of the year, that God is polishing the rough surface. And your life will become a mirror for many to look upon and see God's wonders through you. Amen. In order in Bible time for there to be the clarity of a mirror, there has to be a furnishing and a finishing. And I feel like the next six months that you have, July, August, September, October, the five months that you have, I feel that the Lord will blow your mind beyond expectation. In the name of Jesus, that your life will become a mirror. That those that are around you will say, let me see through you what God is doing. In the name of Jesus. So Paul writes, for now we see in a mirror dimly. It's not as clear as what we have today. We see in a mirror dimly. But then, face to face, we see partially. But the time is going to come where we're going to see face to face. Somebody say face to face. And that is the meaning of Peniel. But I'm coming there slowly. Now I know in part. But then I shall know just as I'm also known. So Paul is saying, there are things that I do not have a full picture or can comprehend because I see dimly. But the time is going to come where you will see the complete picture. And a lot of you in this place, and 2022, the first six months, you've seen dimly. You had no clue what the rest of the year would look like. And a lot of you, you've judged your first six months pitiably. And said, God, what is the point in living the rest five months? It's not going to work. But I've got good news for you today, not because I want to prophesy, but because the Lord is saying to release this word. There is clarity coming to your house. From this day, in the name of Jesus, somebody say clearly. And the Bible says, and now abide faith, hope, and love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. I'll read John chapter number 1, verse 18. John 1, 18 says, No one has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has, the word declared in the Greek there, is the word revealed. Apocalypso, he has revealed God. Jesus the Son has revealed God the Father. Coming somewhere again. Ezek, Exodus chapter number 33, verse 18 to 23. Exodus 23. Sorry, Exodus 33, verse 18. And Moses said, please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I'm gracious. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face. For no man shall see me and leave. And the Lord said, here is a place by must by me. And you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while my glory passes by. That I will put you in the cleft of the rock. And will cover you with my hands while I pass. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back. But my face shall not be seen. I read on that scripture again. John chapter number 14. Verse 7 to 11. Other scripture is to project a point I'm about to read in a few moments. John chapter number 14, verse 7 to 11. 
If you had known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and you have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father. And it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the father. So how can you say, show us the father? Do you not believe that I am to the father and the father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority. But the father who dwells in me and does the work. Believe me that I am in the father and the father in me. Who has believes me for the sake of these works, of the works themselves. With all through the New Testament, Jesus would always present himself as God, the begotten of God. And he made a profound statement that said, No one had seen the Father at any time. That the only one who had seen the Father is the one who came from the Father. And this poses a question in the Old Testament. People like Moses who claimed to have seen God face to face. The Lord said, I, I speak to prophets through other means, but with Moses I speak face to face. And what is the context of face to face? And that's the reason why when you study your Bible in its Hebraic form, there were figures of speech. For instance, does God have a nose? Does he have a hand, the hand of God, the nose of God, the finger of God? And some group of people who call themselves theologians because they want to confuse us. They call this anthropomorphism where God's attribute is committed to things like hand, nose, limb, and all that. So what is the face of God really? When they use the word the face of God. In the Old Testament, it meant someone who had encountered God. But not just encountered God, encountered the Christophany of God. The word Christophany is Christ appearing in the Old Testament. The in, pre-incarnate Jesus. So a lot of us look at the New Testament and think that Jesus was just in the New Testament. No. Jesus was conceived and made flesh in the New Testament. But Jesus pre-existed in the old. Amen. And we'll find that in the Trinity all through the scripture. Actually, I'm doing an understanding of the book of Genesis. And I realize that in every page of the book of Genesis, Jesus is there. Every single page. Every single page in the scripture. What we call this the pre-incarnate. Before he materialized and became Emmanuel. So there was a man by the name of Jacob who had an encounter with the Lord and then called the name of the place Penel. If you have your Bibles quickly, the book of Genesis chapter number 32. Genesis is in the New Testament. <laughs> if you're really opening your New Testament, we pray for you. Are you there? Genesis chapter number 32. I will read everything from verse number 1 to give you context. I have my time here, 34 minutes. I like that. Genesis chapter number 32 
from verse number one. The Bible says, so Jacob, but before we go there, chapter number 31, verses number 54. Jacob had served in the house of his father-in-law Laban. And the man had cheated him because he himself was a cheat. So he was paid the same coin <laughs> that he had given. He cheated on his brother. Now his father-in-law had done the same to him. The Bible says, then Jacob offered, in verse 54 of chapter number 31, then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and called his brethren to eat bread. The Bible says, and they ate bread and stayed all night on the mountain. And early in the morning, Laban arose and kissed his sons and daughters and blessed them. And Laban departed from them. If you look at the scripture, the man by the name of Jacob was running from his father-in-law because, of course, he had stolen some stuff. And then the father-in-law came, overtook him and said to him, how come you've taken my daughters and my grandson? Blah, 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 blah. You did not serve me completely. And all the thing went, and uh, you could realize that David, uh, sorry, Jacob stood before his father-in-law and told the man, you have no right to hold me back. So you can, you can understand that Jacob was not afraid of Laban. He stood his ground and said, I have every right to leave because I finished serving. So the Bible says that night they made a covenant. Don't come to my end. I will come to your end. Go your way. I go my way. So we see that Jacob was a strong man. Who could actually withstand his father-in-law? The question becomes, how come he became afraid of his brother? If he could stand before a man who had more soldiers and military guard than his brother. This was 20 years over. 20 years past the time that he had his first beef with his elder brother Esau. You remember the story? How he cheated on his brother, the birthright and the blessing. 20 years had passed and this is the time he wants to confront that beef. And may I suggest to you that the battles you refuse to fight today will always appear before you tomorrow. There is no point postponing. There is no point saying tomorrow, you know what, I'm going to deal with this issue. If there are things that you have to deal with it right now, if you don't deal with it, your children will suffer for it. Many of us are now waging war against things that our fathers could not pray against. Many of us are now casting demons that our mothers did not pray against. And if we don't deal with this, it becomes a generational cycle. Do you ever wonder why we have things like generational spirit or generational curse? Because generations refuse to pray. He became a pattern. So this man, 20 years ago, he stole the blessing and said, yeah, I'm going to run, I'm going to enjoy. Now guess what? What he's done came back to him by his father-in-law. And now he was about to face the thing that he feared. Somebody say, face your fear. You can imagine that he stood before Laban and confronted Laban because he was a man who had loads of soldiers and loads of goods and loads of blessings. But when he came to facing his brother that he had offended 20 years ago, the man was shaking. Chapter number 32, verse number 1. So Jacob went on his way and the angels of God met him. Somebody said the angels of God. There is something I don't like talking about because I understand the excessive callousness of the word. And it's called angels. A lot of us have treated angels like they, you know, we treat angels like common things. 
Oh, angel, go buy me McDonald's. Oh, angel, what's the time saying? Your angel is not Siri. No, is it Alexa? I'll say it again. I see many charismatic misapplication of angels. Angels are not just there to do any bidding. These are gifts given to the church for things that contents the kingdom. Oh, my angel. Your angel is not allowed to kill people. If your angel is killing people, it's a demon. Can you hear me? Angels don't kill for your sake. God will not release an angel to kill your enemy. And let me even help you demystify because it's not because you don't come to Bible study. Angels don't have wings. I don't know what you've been seeing in your dream. The only spirit beings with wings are called the seraphims and the cherubims. And the reason for their wings is to cover their face and guard the ark of the covenant. No angel in the Bible flew. Every angel that appeared took the form of a man. Okay. Broke Bible book. <laughs> so when you start seeing these flying things in your dream, you need to wake up. I know what of a lie. I saw this thing flying and angels are not white. They are not like snow. Angels, when they, when they materialize, they take the form of a man, not a woman. And this form a lot of times are called the host of God or the army of the Lord. Amen. So we want to talk about, for, uh, for the flames, we'll talk about Satanology. What is the word Satan? Satan is not his real name. His name is called Sataniel. Like Gabriel. Michael. Sataniel. His name ends in E-L. He was an angel of God. But guess what? He was an anointed cherub. He was the only anointed cherub. Only one anointed. Even Michael was not anointed. Cherubims are always in front of the Ark of the Covenant. Seraphims are behind. Bible calls him the anointed cherub who cover it. The word cover it is the same word used as a priest. He was the first priest. Bible says he was made of the gemstones. That is the same gemstones that priests used in Israel. Okay, for another day then. The Bible says, so Jacob went his way and the angels of God met him. And this is what I want to say. You may never, I may not finish this word today, maybe continue this week, but you may never have had an encounter with an angel. But I promise you that is what you call angelic assistance. Hear me, church. Maybe you don't understand how God will mobilize angels for your sake for the things that you cannot do. So my prayer for you for the rest of five months in the year 2022, that the Lord will mobilize, hear me church, God will mobilize angels for your sake. In the name of Jesus. I feel like a lot of us like Jacob are afraid of the next five months. But the first thing that this man encountered were the angels of the Lord. And let me be very candid with you, ladies and gentlemen. The angels that will come to you will not come with wings. And that's why Paul says in Hebrew, I believe he wrote Hebrews. What the writer of Hebrews says that a lot of you have entertained angels on our way. Oh, I wish you understood that. Because angels don't come wearing some nice suit and some white garment. That might be a guy with a Jordans and a ripped jeans. But a lot of you, you have spiritualized and you have actually made idolatry these things. And that's the reason why I'm very careful. Hear me? 
uh, this might make you upset, but I want to say it because I have the microphone. Oh, da, 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 da. The, the, the feathers of pigeons are not angels. Because I, I'm tired of Christians having conferences in a space where there were lots of birds. What do you expect when you're having conferences in a warehouse where you have pigeons? And they, oh my God, so feather. Listen, it's the feather of a pigeon. It's not an angel. I don't understand what kind of angel. If your angel is big, why is the feather smoke? Let's leave that again. Some say, well, it's a sign. I say, that's the problem with the church. The church wants to pray for the feather, but don't want to love their neighbor. No, 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 no. The church wants to pray for an angelic feather. No, there is a neighbor close to you. Say hello to your neighbor. Say good morning to your brother. Say good morning to your sister. Love on your brother in the church and love on your sister because who you might be sitting close to could be an angel. But it's easy for us to lack the supernatural and that's why subtle witchcraft. Let's leave that. If there's anywhere you find witches, it's in the church. Because they try to do things outside of the just because something comes from the outer space doesn't make it divine. Huh. We'll continue next week. So Jacob went on his way and they ain't somebody say angels. More than one. More than one. Do you know what I believe? This is my theory. Don't quote me on this. I feel God has angels with assignments. There is an angel that comes with healing. There is an angel that comes with prosperity. There is an angel that comes with favor. There is an angel that comes, I feel like there are multiplicity of angels. And for those of you that haven't had an encounter before, watch God move in the year 2022, the rest five months. And you will see angelic encounters every other day, every other week, every other month, every other... Why? Because God is bringing somebody to say, angels! Make the S loud. Say, angels! Bible says the angels of God met him. David, sorry, Jacob couldn't have been able to withstand angels with their cherubs. No. With their wings. No. People met him. But these forms are angels. Bible says they met Jacob. When Jacob saw them. Somebody says saw them. Have you not been taught so poorly? You can only see angels with your spiritual eyes. Don't get me wrong, they are spirits. But we spend so much time squinting our eyes to look at the spiritual ones when the physical ones is sitting close to us. You want to press the angel, you squint your eyes, tighten your eyes and begin to see some objects and some, you know, brilliance and radiance. Oh my God, an angel. No, the lady who just lifted her hands in worship is the angel. You don't want to say hello to the one because you'd rather squint your eyes and then you anticipate some superficiality that don't exist. But the reality behind you, you don't want to say hi to them. Only if you understood that your good money, I love you to your neighbor, can actually open doors for you. Let me say it again. You don't understand that the breakthrough that you might be praying for is a good morning, brother. You don't hear me. You don't understand that sometimes your breakthrough do not come from your apostle. It comes from someone by your side. 
you don't hear me church until you understand what it means to love on your brother and not beefing them on love you it doesn't work that way because that's one break listen i said every time that the man by the gates got beautiful the man was there when jesus went to the temple when jesus went to the man was there every single day but why why didn't jesus heal the man it was Peter and John. Don't get me wrong. God does the miracle. But only if you understood that the breakthrough you're asking for is just the forgiveness. It's just the love the brother you don't want to talk to. And one of my questions I ask every time, how do you beef someone and smile at them in church? Bible says, when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's camp. The word camp is the same word used as army or embankment or a, a, a barrack. This is God's camp and he called the name of the place Mahanain. The word camp is the word Mahan. But he called the place Mahanain. Oh, God help me today. He called the place Mahanain. But when he used the word, this is God's camp. The word camp is the word Mahan. It's a play of words there. The word Mahanain is the plural of Manhain or Manhain. When the word ends in I am, it's a plural form. But what he meant is that this is God camps. Because it is more than one angel. Actually, the word Mahanim means two camps. What this man said when he saw the angels of the Lord, he said the host of God is here. But what it meant is that the hosts of God is here. Are you hearing me, church? I believe the Lord is dispensing as much as he can this season. Not just one, but multiple angels. I, I feel this in my spirit. I have seen testimony of angelic encounters. I have seen testimonies of angels. Let me even tell you some story. Let me tell you one story. I'll tell you the truth myself. I spoke to my apostle. I didn't tell my wife this because she'd be upset. I want to say it now. Public confession, forgive me. Say it now. Flames 2019. Went to drop the guest at the airport. I was knackered. I was tired. But I like to treat my guests well, love on them, and I felt like I need to drive them. You know when you're so tired and you're driving and you want to sleep? I was so tired. I put the windows down. It wasn't working. Oh, I was like, <laughs> nothing was working. Wind everything down. I promise you, no word of a lie, I did not know how I landed in bed. I'm not lying to you. I slept on the steering. I, slept, I knew I slept. Because I was going to park the car on the side and say, babe, you know what, I need to crash. But I knew that my eyes were heavy. The next thing I saw was I was in bed. I don't know how I got home. I don't know how I parked the car. But I said to my apostle, and he says, do you not know that God assigns angels? Do you not know that sometimes when you are tired, God assigns ministering spirit to you? Do you not understand there are things that you don't even understand that God, do you not understand that the reason why that stray bullet did not come close to you, God pulled you out by an angel? You don't hear me. 
I feel, I don't know why. I, I still believe in miracle signs, but I feel like the next five months there will be angelic encounters. Uh, I feel in my spirit uh, that the things that you've been running from, God will empower you. Uh, you've been afraid of January, February, March, April, May, just like Jacob was afraid of Esau. But the first thing that he encountered uh, as he entered the new space was an angel. Uh, for everyone in this place that you've been afraid of your past, uh, I prophesy uh, as you've entered the new week, uh, there will be angelic assistance. Uh, say yes, Lord. Let me rush this quickly. Now, the reason for that, I'm not going to read it in many parts, is to make you understand that the first thing that Jacob encountered was an angel, or were angels. It's the first week of the second half of the year, right? And the first thing you want to encounter, trust me, is the angelic assistance of the Lord. Especially when the last five months, six months, had been like Esau. The Bible says now, in verse 22, I've got 17 minutes to do this, and let you go pray one prayer, and watch God move. Watch God bring the miracles. Watch God change your story. Watch God navigate you in this little space. Watch God strip and, I mean, strip and strip out the last page of your life, and see God call you into a new space. I feel God. I've never been confident as I am today, because I believe the God who gave me the scripture is saying to prophesy there will be an angelic encounter for the next five months in the name of Jesus. And the things that are troubled you from January down to the month of June. God is about to break for your sake. In the name of Jesus, the name they called you before now, they said you were good for nothing. They said nothing works in your favor, but I stand on this altar as an oracle of the Lord and I prophesy that everyone under the sound of my voice, that the next five months for you will be called miracle signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will blow your mind and the thing that you hadn't done before will work easy for you. I speak favor, favor, favor upon everyone. No more labor, no more labor, no more labor but favor, favor, favor is coming to your house. Your new name shall be called favor with flavor. I decree there is no labor that your name shall be called Hepzibah. Your name shall be called Abulah. That your house shall be called the house of mercy. In the name of Jesus that there shall be no tears in your camp. The Lord shall bless you and increase you. I decree the next five months will be called the months of grace. Say yes Lord. Let's see that quickly. I want to hear the testimonies. Don't get me wrong. I care for people a lot. And when people are troubled, I, I have a heart to hear them out. And sometimes even the one-to-one, -one, as much as I try to keep it intact about people who are just so broken, and I go beyond the one-to-one -one on Tuesday because I see hearts are broken. But you want to know the truth? I really want to hear good testimony too. I, I'm tired of hearing everything evil, bad, demons. I want to hear apostle, I got the job. Apostle, I got the man. Apostle, I got the promotion. Apostle, I got the house. Apostle, I got the car. Apostle, I, got, I want to hear such news as well. I want to marry. I don't want to be on the phone and say, oh my God, here we go again. Father Lord, why is the devil fighting? I want to say, God is a good God. And I, I know that's going to happen because God is moving. Verse 22. The Bible says... In um, da, 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 da. all right, I read actually verse number 20. The Bible says, and also say, Behold, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goes before me, and afterward I will see his face. Catch this. 
Jacob knew that his brother was about to kill him because for 20 years ago, he had messed up his brother, took, taken his birthright and blessing. And now what did Jacob do? Jacob sent his caravans ahead of him. And say, wow, my goodness, Esau is ahead. He sent his wives. He sent his children. He sent his servant. He sent gifts before him just to appease his brother. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some things that money cannot buy. You cannot appease hell with your money. I, I, I promise you. He sent everyone so that if Esau sees them, oh, empathy. No, devil has no empathy. You see, you cannot pet a python. A python doesn't become a dove because you are born again. If you have any opportunity to kill a python, chop his head off. I beg you. You don't need further discernment to know that a python will kill you. Stop asking the Lord, God, God, shall I rear this python? Or should I? No, pythons are never pets. Oh, God. In the spirit, pythons are not pets. When they show that they are cunning and they are curling, chop their head off. Don't, after, don't explain, just kill it. Now this man had sent his family before him just so that when Esau sees them, oh my nephews and nieces, how are you? Oh my, my sister-in-law, you married my brother, the Lord bless you. Oh, come, come, come to the bosom of your uncle. Come, come. No, he wants to kill them. The devil has no good plans for you. No, no good plans. But what did he do? He sent his family to appease the people. The Bible says, so that afterward I will see his face. That the Bible says in verse 22. And he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants and 11 sons. And crossed over, over the ford of Jabbok. Now, for those of you, I'm, I apologize, I've, I've got a theological background. I, I like to look at names. The word Jabbok means empty. Somebody say empty. What he did, he took out all his family and crossed over the ford, Jabbok, ford of Jabbok. What he did was to empty himself. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot win the war with preconception or presupposition. The only way to win the war is to empty yourself on the altar. You did not hear me. You will not win hell with your physical military skills. Why? Because we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Not, we, we, we wrestle against spiritual things. And you cannot use your physical, natural, military strategy to win war. The only way to win war is to come empty. Not come full. <laughs> Somebody say come empty. Come before the Lord and say, God, I give up on me. I can't do this anymore. I've been running from, I've been doing, Lord, at this stage, I give up on me so that you can walk through me. Come empty. Cross over to the butcher book. Think about it. He said, you know what? I'm going to see my brother, but at this time, I'm going to empty myself of pride. Empty myself of bitterness. For those of you that have been afraid of the year 2022, the rest five months, you cannot enter 2022 with pride in your heart, with envy in your soul, with bitterness in your spirit. You cannot enter the next year with all these garbages in your heart against your brother, against your sister. You're just angry at your brother for not just cause because they look good. You call the girl Jezebel because she has a good cup. Why is the church so negative? You would realize that the only reason why you haven't entered a good relationship or had a good stuff is because you are beefing someone. 
And, and, I, and I say this every time, and I try to not be superficial. There are people you shouldn't talk bad of. I'll say it again. I don't want to use the word God has favorites. I don't want to say that. I don't want to use it in that line. But there are people who has, they have one-to-one with God. If you talk to them, God will talk to you. <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was speaking to someone one time, and I said to, I said to the person, be careful how you speak. It was, you know, back in the day, like I mentioned before, I've stopped the Facebook drama. You know those people that always comment, God is good. When you put God is good, you ask you, but why? You know those people, every single thing they want to comment. I'm so grateful to God, but the Bible says we should be also sorrowful for, sorrowful for the enemy. Like, why are you always commenting? And that's a guy from Nigeria, because those guys sometimes don't want to talk. There's a guy from Nigeria who had commented what I've, I said, he commented, but cussed me out. I don't know this guy. You know when people cuss you, I went to his profile and I saw a dog. As the profile picture. I don't even know how to start. If, you're, if it's a dog talking, I don't, I don't even know. The guy cussed me out. And I asked the guy, but I don't know you. He called me a fool. I don't know this guy. Then, we had some mutual followers. The one of his followers said to him, do you know who you are talking to? Then he was like, I don't care. All this religious stuff. I've seen my time there. All this, all this, guess what I did as a gentleman that I am? In boxing. Why are you cussing me out? He read it and he says to me, you are a false prophet. Me, I just left him. And I told him, my phone is open in the next 20 minutes. You're going to inbox me back. It says, false prophet. Again. I left it. Next thing I saw, in less than, less than say, 40 minutes, what, what I saw was a number. You know, you know when, you don't have, when you don't have people as friends on your Facebook, when they, message, when they call you on the message, it doesn't ring. And I saw Miss Code, Miss Code from, 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 the, from, from the guy. And I asked him, what's happening? He said, sir, please, sir, please. Well, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I said, you would breathe. You will breathe in the name of Jesus. Please, sir, please. I said, you will breathe. I pray for you. I said, you will breathe. I said, if you die, repent now, God will accept you. I'm not praying for you. Have you known Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Yes, God will accept you. I'm not praying for you. But of course, I prayed for him. What am I saying is that there are people for real you don't even argue with. Just leave them. It is, it is better... To be your fool and save your life. Than to defend yourself and say, I'm right. Listen, there are people who God fights for. God will fight for them. And the Bible says that he emptied himself at the Jabbok. And he, he took them, sent them over the brook. Somebody said over the brook. We're going to go through the brook today. And sent them over what he had. Bible says in 24, hear me. Hear me. Jacob was left alone. Somebody said left alone. There was no distraction. There was no mommy, daddy, uncle. No, he was left alone in that night time. That dead night time. He was left alone. The Bible says, and a man did what? Do you know you've read the Bible wrongly? Jacob did not wrestle with the man. 
It was the man who wrestled with him. And we believe in scripture, Theophany, that is, is an embodiment of Christ, pre-incarnate. Let me see the word I use. And the man, that if you find this was capital letter in, the, in most of the Bible, it always represents God or a deity. And the man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now, Jacob did not wrestle with this guy. For this guy to wrestle with Jacob, it means that there was something he wants to take out from Jacob. He did not hear me. He did not hear me. If this man came and said, I'm going to fight you, there was something that Jacob has that he wants back. So he, so actually, Jacob withheld, Jacob withstood, Jacob restrained. So this man, or this angel, wanted to win Jacob over something. The question, what is it that Jacob have that this man wrestled with him? What is it that Jacob was keeping that this man wrestled with him? We know that Jacob was afraid to stand before his brother. And while he rested at night, this man came from nowhere. We have no clue his foundation. It's like Melchizedek. He's just showed up and wrestled with a man who is afraid. But I asked a lot of questions. What is this thing that Jacob has that this angel wrestled with him overnight? The catch is it was overnight. This is an all-night prayer. I believe. Uh, in, watch us. Uh, I just know in church today, we want to have like an all-night prayer one day. You know those African prayers? Not the bougie ones. The African ones. Ah, hey, that, when, when you pray, you know that you, you know when you pray, you feel it in your belly. You want to pray. But I don't understand what kind of wrestling is this. Because to, to, be, to be honest, I'm, I, don't, I don't watch wrestling. So I don't know how long the time is. But whatever this wrestling was, they fought till the dawn of the day. To the break of a new day. So it means that whatever this angel is asking for, or whatever Jacob is withholding is special. Are you following me, church? I'm not done. Bible says, now when he saw, who saw the angel? When he saw that he did not prevail against him, it touched the socket of his hip. Now, Jacob was holding his hands and fighting with this angelic being. And the Bible says that when this guy, this angel saw that Jacob stayed, what did he do? It touched the locket of his, heart, his hip. You find in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 11, I think, verse number 4. The Bible speaks about how when Jacob was blessing his sons, he stood on a staff. This thing that he did here followed him for life. There were some victories. Hear me, church. I want to say it. You may not like it, but it's the truth. There were some victories that can't be won, but with a knock. Say it again. Not all victories are clean. That's what you call pyric victory. A pyric victory is winning the war, but you almost lost. You did not hear me. There are some victories that don't come clean. Mm -hmm. Everything will not be Esther. It's not a knight with a king. It's not that kind of candle, candle one. It's not candle. It is fire. It's not staying before Hasarus now. It's standing before God. The Bible says that this guy wrestled with God all through the night. And the Bible says David, uh, Jacob, I call him David, prevailed that the only thing he did, it touched the lock of his thighs. And the Bible says, 
touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. I believe in the year 2022, I want to say this, I apologize, it may not be for everybody, there are some of you that might be limping, but guess what? Your limping will launch you into leaping. Are you hearing me, church? I want to say it again, and most of you might be limping at the moment, because life has knocked your, your hips, and life has knocked your socket off. But I've got the word of a lot to you tonight. You might be limping, but guess what? You are ready for the next leap. Are you hearing me, church? Life may have been unfair to you. January, February, March, April, May, and June had knocked you, had blinded you, had bruised you. I've got a word of a lot for you. You might be limping now, but there is a limping about to happen to you. Are you hearing me, church? Say, oh God, I leap. I like this kind of people wounded but still fighting. You've knocked me. I'm not going to let go. These are the kind of soldiers we want this day. You've knocked my hip. You've knocked my thighs. You've locked my femur. You've locked my shoulders. You've given me a KO. But I'm still standing. You messed up my home in January. I'm still standing. You took my children in February. I'm still standing. You took my job in March. I'm still standing. You took my joy in May. I'm still standing. You you took my marriage in April. I'm still standing. You took my mind in June. I'm still standing. Because in July, I am about to leap. Say yes, Lord. I'm almost done. Yes, I'm almost done. I promise you. The Bible says, Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled. And he said, who said the angel? The angel says, let me go for the day breaks. I need this level of faith today. I need this level of hunger today. I need this level of desperation today. When God will even tell you, son, this is too much for you right now. I need this level of war today. When like Jacob, you will say here, the Bible says in the next verse, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Why? If you bless me, then I can stand against any Esau that has been chasing me. Are you hearing me, church? There is a blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and hadeth no sorrow. I will not let you go until you bless me. I have sought your face for the first six months of the year and the enemy has been messing me up now I've held you I will not let you go until you bless me I will not let you go until you bless my job I will not let you go until you bless my mind I will not let you go until you bless my children I will not let you go until you bless my home I will not let you go until you bless me I need that level of crazy faith here today. Lord, I'm tired of waiting indefinitely. A lot of you, you don't even know what tomorrow looks like because there is no hope. But I promise you tonight, if you can, but just have an encounter with him and say, God, I will not let you go. Just like Moses, Lord, I'm going to hold on to you because you are my only hope for tomorrow. The Bible says, so he said to him, what is your name? 
What is your name? Ah, guess what? His name has been called Jacob, which means a heel grabber or a supplanter or the one who cheats everybody. And the angels say to him, what is your name? Uh, I do not know why he asked the name. Uh, and he says, what is your name? Uh, and he said, Jacob, ladies and gentlemen, hear me. You must understand there were two names to this man. There was a name called Jacob, which was the name that he had in the flesh. And there was a name called Israel. Whenever the Bible speaks of Jacob, it speaks of him in the flesh. When he speaks of Israel, it speaks of him in the spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, and one of the things that the angel did was to change his name. Brothers and sisters have come to give you the word of the Lord tonight. Uh, that whatever name you had in your previous season, uh, God is about to change your name and change your story. Uh. They called you good for nothing, but God is changing your name. Uh. They called you sick in your body, but God is changing your name. Uh. I've come to prophesy uh, that in the spirit, uh, God is changing your name. Uh. I hear victory. Uh. I hear blessing. Uh. I hear redemption. Uh. I hear joy. Uh. I hear triumph. Uh. I hear peace. Uh. I hear goodness. Uh. Say, oh God, change my name. Two more minutes, please. Please, two more minutes. Uh, I'll end this. Uh, Bible says, uh, and it said, your name shall no longer. Say to your neighbor, no longer. Say, no longer bad news. Uh, prophesy. Say, no longer bad news. Uh, say, no longer evil news. Uh, say, no, 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 no. Oh. Say, no, 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 no. Oh. Say, no, 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 no. Say, no longer. Say, no longer shame. No longer pain. No longer rejection. No longer tears. No longer disappointment. No longer. Say, no, 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 no. Say, no longer. Listen, the word of the Lord is on your mouth as you release that word. Hold someone by your left and your right and say, No longer prophesy, prophesy for 60 seconds. Prophesy, no longer, no longer, no longer, no longer, no longer. Say, No more shame, no more pain. Prophesy, oh my God, 50 more seconds. Prophesy, no longer pain, no longer misery no longer pain no longer misery no longer shame no longer no longer no longer no longer everyone rise up on your feet as I end amen you can separate your hands now I'm ending with this and the Bible says for you have struggled with men and with God and have prevailed. Listen, I feel like there's a prevailing anointing here. I feel in my spirit the things that you could not do in the last six months. The word prevail in this format or form is called agonazimo. The word agonazimo is to break through despite constraints. You are about to break through the lead. The things that held you back and say that you will not laugh the rest five of the year, five months of the year. You are about to prevail. Say prevail. And the Bible said, then Jacob said, tell me your name, I pray. And he said, why is it that you seek after my name? And he blessed him there. The Bible says, so Jacob called the name of the place. Hold on one moment. Here's the part. Whenever men in the Bible had an encounter, they built tents and altars and called God names. Jehovah Shalom, Sabbath. Saluel, this canoe, shalom, and all that. 
What? Because men had encounters in places. And tonight, you are open to have an encounter. But hear me. That's what the Bible says. Jacob called the name of the place Penel, for he said, I have seen God. Somebody say God. Say, I have seen God face to face. But hold on one moment. Hold on. Hold on. Don't just get started. Hear me. The word Penim, P-A-N-I-M, or P-A-N-I-Y-M. The word Penim is from the Hebrew word Pana. The word Pana means to turn. The word Pana means to turn. The word face is the word Panam. Hold on one moment. When he said this place shall be called Penel, the word E-L in the Hebrew means God is involved. So the word Pana from the word Penim is the word Penel, which means I turned and I faced God. You did not hear me. You did not hear me. The Bible says that he was seeking to see the face of his brother. So what he did, he sent all the caravans so that he can see the face of his brother. So this man was looking forward to the face of a man, hear me? The face of his brother and said, I might find favor with my brother. But when he had an encounter with God, God changed the trajectory of where he was looking. And God says, listen, if you can face me, you can face men. Are you hearing me, church? If you can face God, you can face your adversary. Say, oh God turn your face in my favor hold on that's not a good part the bible says bible says penel for i have seen the face of god and my life is preserved just as he crossed over penuel the sun rose on him somebody said the sun is rising on me few moments ago it was darkness as he rested alone seeking God. few months ago your life had been in darkness and you are praying God show your face. But the Bible says when he had an encounter with the Lord the first thing he saw was the sun. And we understand the sun to be the brightness of the day. Brothers and sisters the first six months could have been or would have been nightmare for you. I've come to prophesy the month of July, August, September, October, November, December. The remaining six months of the year, you are about to encounter, or somebody says, son, you are about to encounter the shine of God. The Bible said the sun shone on him and he limped on his hip. Therefore, till this day, the children of Israel do not eat that. But look at chapter number 3, verse 133. The Bible says that, now Jacob lifted his eyes and looked and there, Esau was coming. This is the problem. Esau was coming. Hear me? Sometimes, breakthrough doesn't mean that the enemy will stop fighting. But breakthrough means that in the midst of the war, God has given us victory. The sun already rose, but his brother was still coming. You hear me, church? The sun rose on him, but now guess what he's seeing? The Bible says his brother was coming. He saw Esau coming. And with him, 400 men. That's the problem now. The Bible says, so he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and the two maid servants. And he put the maid... Let's keep going. The Bible says in verse 3, then he crossed over before them. He crossed over before them. When we read before, he was behind them because there was fear. 
when we read before, he sent the caravan because he was afraid. But because he's had an encounter with God, he went before them. Are you hearing me, church? When the man's way pleases the Lord, he even caused his enemies to Bible says, Bible says he went ahead. Bible says then he crossed over before them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came near his brother. Verse number four. The Bible says, but when he saw, but he saw ran to meet him. Hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me. He saw ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. And the Lord said tonight, the same thing that troubled you, that you felt like this is good for nothing, get ready because the next six months in the year 2022, the same thing that crushed you is about to bow to you. Say, oh God, arise. One prayer point and I'll leave you. One prayer point and I'll leave you. He had an encounter with God face to face. I feel like if you can have a Jesus encounter today, if you can stand and face God, he will face every adversary in your life. I'm not sure if there are people here like myself, troubled and traumatized, uh, broken, bruised and wounded, uh, and tired of praying sometimes because it looks like God is not answering. Uh, I don't know about you being pretenders, but I do not care about pretense. There are times I say, God, uh, why would you bring me here to be a solution and I'm not getting solved, solution solved? Uh, if you are like me, uh, that feel like God, where are you? Uh, if you are like me, uh, that I've been running from your past. Uh, if you are like me, uh, that I has been bruised and wounded. I've got good news for you today. On this day, the third day of the month of July 2022, I've come with the word of the Lord in my belly. I feel like there is an angelic release in this house and God is about to embarrass the enemy for your sake. If you are in this place trusting God for a miracle for the next six months, open up your mouth and pray and pray and pray. Come on church. Pray Pray, play something for me. Pray, pray. Sharabakosa, Reva Soko, Rene Bebe Surya, Rabayada, Dayada, Dayada. Oh God, show your face. Oh God, show your face. Show your face in the year 2022. Show your face. Oh God, arise and let your enemies be scattered. Oh God, show your face. Come on, church, pray because God is in this house. Come on, church, pray. Lord, this is my panel. This is your panel moment. 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 Face to face. Face to face, face to face. Come on, wrestle with him now. Come on, wrestle with him now. Come on, church. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You've got one minute to pray this prayer. Come on, church. Open up yourself. This is a one time with God. Jacob was alone. This is a one time with God. Church, pray. Church, pray. Church, pray. An encounter. Cry. Cry. Hela begs of prayer. Yes, yes. This is Penel, the face of God, the face of God. Pressing the face of God. Yes, Lord. The face of God. Open up your mouth. 
the praise, the face, the face, the face, the face of God. Show us your face. 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 In the month of July. In the month of September. In the month of August. In the month of November. In the month of October. In the month of December. Lord God, show your face. Show us your face. We want to see your face. We seek your face. Show us your face. The consuming fire. Show us your face. The lion and the lamb. Show us your face, the bright and morning star. Show us your face, the beginning and the end. Show us your face, Jehovah Sabbath. Show us your face, the King of Righteousness. Show us your face, show us your face, show us your face. We need a panel encounter. Panel, 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 panel. Penel, 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 show us your face. Oh God, show us your face. Show us your face. Show us your face. Lord God, Penel encounter. Penel encounter. Penel encounter. Show us your face. Show us your face. Show us your face. Show us your face. Oh God. Oh God. Show us. Show us. Trust one more minute. Cry one more minute. Cry, cry, cry. Cry, cry, cry. Cry. Cry to the Lord. Cry to the Lord one more time. From your belly, come on, church. Come on, church. All about you. All about you. From my heart. Jesus. Come on, church. Come on, church. All about you. All about from my heart. Jesus. Cry, 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 cry. From my heart. Face to face, 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 face 
from my heart. Jesus. From my heart. One more time, one more time. Yes, Lord. From my heart. I feel that will be like an angelic encounter even now and through the course of the week. You're going to go home today, you will feel God move differently. Keep it positive this month and next month. Don't allow negative confession win the war. Speak to your day. Command your morning. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Confess it every single time. I want to pray one prayer as I release you. The Bible says that when he had an encounter with the Lord, the sun shone on him. I feel to pray this prayer in my spirit. That for many of you, you're still living in dark times. You haven't seen the light of day. The sun hasn't shone around you or before you and upon you. But I want to crack the heaven for your sake and pray God releases his beam on you. And the spotlight of God rests upon everyone. I do not know what space you are and how darkness has clouded your soul. But oh God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, that you will shine your light. Shine your light upon these ones. From this day, that there will be a penal encounter. Shine your light and turn your face. Turn your face, oh God. And shine your light, oh God. I don't care how they've been in darkness, but God, shine your light. Shine your light upon everyone, Jesus. Lord, I pray as the apostle of this commission that you release your beam upon every single soul here. Everyone who was bound and tied in darkness, oh God, I pray even right now that you shine your light and break every darkness. Lord, shine your light upon every dark space. You were saying, and you said, let there be light, and there was light. Shine your light. Shine your light. Oh God. That's a song we used to sing back in the day. Shine. Jesus shine. Feel this. The Father's glory. Come on. Bless spirit, bless and on fire. 
Come and just say, flow, river, flow. With grace and mercy, send forth your word. Lord, and let the blood shine. Feel, oh God. Fill this church. Fill this church. Fill this church. Bless. Set our hearts. Set our hearts. Flow. Flood. With grace. Send forth your word. Lord, and let there be light for the last time. Shine, 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 Jesus. Feel the Father shine upon us, shine upon us, shine upon us. Flow. With grace and mercy, send forth your word, Lord, and let the word that he spoke. They have sought my face. For they will see me as they've sought me. I'm not sure how many of you here tonight, but I hear the Lord say there will be even angelic release. You will feel it. You will see it. You will know it. Could be your night times. Could be, and you will feel God. Some call it the guardian angel. You will feel God send his angels. There will be grace for speed. I feel that strongly. The thing the Lord says, and this is the word of the Lord. I'm not admonishing you. I'm telling you what the Lord says. That the things that you've lost the first six months, get ready for speed. In one month, I prophesy. In the name of Jesus, in one month, the things that you've lost in six years, in the name of Jesus, they shall be speed. In the name of Jesus. If that is you, say yes, Lord. And sit down for 30 seconds. That is, you say yes, Lord. Give the Lord a hand and sit down as I release this microphone.